excuse me. Tell me something really gross, something that's the most disgusting. That's disgusting with Andrea B. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Mm, that's gross. Hello, and welcome to That's Disgusting with Andrea B. This is where I ask my fellow friends and comedians um, their most disgusting story, whether it be on the road or off the road or in real life or in a comedy club. Who knows what's going to happen? My first guest for this evening, and this is our first episode of That's Disgusting with Andrea B. Um, My good friend and producer of my other podcast, which is called Same Problems um, with Sarah Rooker. And if you just heard that knock, it was a cat. I did not fall down, but if I, I could, if I wanted to, um, I could do some physical comedy that you can't see. Um, you wouldn't know if it was disgusting. I could just have my butt open. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I made um, Bobby laugh. Uh, and well, I think it's just the words butt and then open. It's like yeah. kind of disgusting together. I feel like there are words like that that are pretty gross together. Like you want to put the word like human, human, human. I say it with like a he. Anyway, human omelet. Human omelet. Is that something you want? Or a love puddle. They're innocent words, but they're grouped together, and it's disgusting. Yeah. Like, would you want to get into a love puddle? It does sound ominous if you say my human omelet had its butt open. Listen, it's my butt. <laughs> For the listeners, she just put on her sunglasses while she said, listen. And it's it was physical comedy. So um, today is all about disgusting physical comedy. Uh, <laughs> No. Anyway, Bobby Benedict, everyone. He Hello. is a Reno, Reno local comedian um, and good friend of mine. And um, he's going to go ahead. Bobby, you have something disgusting to tell me? Oh, yeah. And I feel like the most disgusting is that this story happened on Valentine's Day. Oh, no. One time. I'm, what? <laughs> the good news is I was all alone. Oh, good. On Valentine's Day, one time I had to go to the eye doctor and I was like, my eyes fucked up. And he was like, you have an ulcer on your eyeball, which is gross. And then I was like, ha ha ha, love is blind. And he was like, this isn't funny. You're, he just did it. He just looked at me and he was like, can you please open your eyeball so I can put some drops in it? And I was like, you know what they say that love is blind. So, and he was like, you need, so what happened to you? <laughs> like, you need antibiotics now. No more jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doctors. I don't trust them. Yeah. But mine, uh, so I was, uh, this is back when I lived in South Dakota. I like to call those the dark years. Uh, I had just stopped substitute teaching because I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do substitute teaching. So I was just only working at Best Buy, which is sad. Uh, because if you work at Best Buy, you work at Best Buy, but at least if you're a substitute teacher, you can say you're a teacher and you're doing something for children. You can't do that with Best Buy, but I chose that. And Valentine's Day rolls around. Both my roommates 
have girlfriends, so they're off doing their various romantic things. And I was like, I am going to cook myself a steak dinner with okay. a bunch of kale for some reason. I was real into like trying to be healthy back then, but I was real bad at it. So just a uh, lot of kale. It was. It was like. It was, yeah. It was a. It was a destructive amount of kale, like a full plate. Uh, like like if it was a frozen bag, it was like the whole one pound bag. It was one mm-hmm. whole things of those and a giant steak beyond measurement. Uh, because I just bought a fucking giant one and had it in the freezer. Uh, I mean, that doesn't sound off to like what I would expect you to eat. Cause you're like, you're a big boy, Bobby. And like you, like I would expect you to be eating a steak and a bag of kale for dinner. So I don't understand. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. This is going to be, I, I'm, I'm anticipating the problem, but I'm going to let you finish. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, but right now a frozen bag of kale, that's disgusting to me. So it was just, uh, and uh, I am, I am an impatient person Uh, frequently only with myself. Like with other people, I can be very patient with myself. I am the most impatient. Uh, So I made my steak a little more on the rare side. uh, I just, I spent too long sauteing kale just so it wasn't frozen. And so that steak was, it was time for it to get in my mouth. Um, but while I was waiting for all that kale to cook down, I looked at my roommates while they were getting ready for their dates. And I was like, let's do Irish car bombs to warm no. up for Valentine's day. No. So I line up. No. My three. Wait, uh, Valentine. Wait, hold on. Wrong holiday, Bobby. All- Can we talk about that? What do you, okay, I think that that is definitely St. Patrick's Day. If you're going to do Irish car bombs, that's the day that I would reserve a car, an Irish car bomb for, I can't even talk, car bomb, a car bomb, an Irish car bomb. If you, <laughs> and yeah, I just, I don't see why Valentine's Day, why did you make that association between an Irish car bomb and Valentine's Day? I feel like Valentine's Day, maybe it's like, you're going to be excessive on a red wine situation or, you know, like something a little more essential and not like you want to do Irish car bombs on Valentine's day. Anyway, continue, please. Well, the way I like to think of it as, as the great philosopher Pat Benatar once said, love is a battlefield. And what do you have on the battlefield besides bombs? So why not put those love bombs in my body <laughs> so I can feel something? So, oh, God. You yeah. also know that love bombing is a thing. It's a psychological explanation for a narcissist who goes after someone and just compliments the shit out of them and really gets them to like love them. And then therefore, Oh my God, this person loves me. I'm going to manipulate the hell out of them. So anyway, what I'm saying is you love bombed yourself and I'm just gonna, honestly, that you love car bombed yourself. I narcissistically love bombed myself and then immediately withdrew that love. So I would want it more. Uh, So I, yeah, I warmed up with the Irish car bombs all to myself because obviously my two roommates were like, we have shit to do. We're not going to do Irish car bombs at 6 p.m. But whatever, they were... Reasonable hour. Reasonable hour. I don't say... Yeah. So I was doing it, uh, but then I ran out of the Irish car bomb materials very quickly. Okay. Uh, So I was like, I'll have myself a little dinner. And I I had the steak. 
Uh, but again, I'm very impatient. So I'm just cutting giant chunks and shoving them in my mouth. And it wasn't the best cooked. And I very much like to eat my mistakes. Uh, so I'm just kind of mowing down giant chunks of steak and kale, barely chewing because I'm like, I want to get to the drinking and I ruined this meal for myself already. I don't want to even want to look at it anymore, but I also right. need get to it. fill my get it all in there. Yeah. I do that. I do that too. I'm just like, oh, well, this is probably not good to, I mean, not good to my standards, maybe okay to someone else's, but still not great. Yeah, like I wouldn't eat it to anyone else. But I was thinking of doing it. I have like, I'm going to have to throw it out. Someone gave me like a bunch of udon salad and I'm like, I can't finish this. And like, I can't eat it now either because it's been in my fridge for maybe five days. Mm, That's when it gets, that's like after three days, that's at the mark where I'm like, that's, that's only for me for right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I was uh, full of giant chunks of steak kale and irish car bomb materials that's a lot yeah and i i feel alcohol very quickly but i don't Do you it's so incredible to me because i mean for our listeners may just describe that you are a six foot eight asian man and so um bobby like i said earlier bobby's a big boy he can he can put shit down i've seen bobby just drink so much at festivals and it's not like you know you don't have a problem i'm not saying you have a problem we don't who has a problem who has a problem i'm just gonna take a sip of my mango white claw this episode is brought to you by mango white claw um it's not but but it should be but it should be so anyway um, anyway, like I said, Bobby can put down the food and the booze. So. Yeah, so I was I was feeling the car bombs and just being jovial, uh, ready to just have my weird night. But then my roommates were like, hey, both of us, you know, because one, one of my roommates lived in the basement and he kind of had his whole thing down there. And then me and my other roommate had the upper part. And they were both like, hey, we both need either floor of this house for our various Valentine's day things, at least for the next three hours. Like, can we just take you somewhere? Cause we can't like, it is very unromantic to have drunk you smelling like kale and steak. It really doesn't keep the environment nice. Like, Hey, can you leave? We're going to bring our girlfriends in here on like a three hour tour. And then, yeah. And they're like, we can't have you sitting here watching Star Trek reruns drunk, <laughs> drunk off your ass. So my buddy dropped me off at a brewery that I very much enjoy. There was like live music going on. It was a nice night. Uh, That's like such a thing. You'd be like, oh, no, we put him somewhere. Like, yeah. he's fine. Like, and we the- dropped him off and he's going to be okay. We got him to a shelter. I think that part of it was like they felt bad kicking me out, but they put me at a place that I was very comfortable in. Like I knew the owner. I played shows there. So someone would take care of you if things go badly. Okay. And by taking care of me, they, Valentine's Day single, took care of me while my roommates were hoping they would just take care of me like a normal person. So I am blackout drunk by the time they come pick me up three hours later. That works. Yeah, Yeah. I've had like seven drinks, and I've just been talking to the bartender the whole time because she's just like, "This happens. That you need this." Uh, And so I get back, and they're all, you know, like they're like playing little games and stuff. Like they had like the fibbage games and stuff, and they were playing them on the big screen. They're like, "Hey, come join us." I was like, "Ah, let me get myself a drink first because I can't stop now." And 
I'm sure you've seen them around my house when you've been here. I have giant 32 ounce mug root beer plastic cups that I drink out of because they're okay. large and durable, and if they get, they're not going to get broken. Uh, so I was. Right. That was when I had started. <laughs> yeah, I had started drinking out of those. Just like it's a quarter gallon fucking jug. That cat is adorable. I know. Yeah. Sorry for our listeners who can't see this chocolate Siamese kitten that I am watching. Thank you. Anyway, continue. I bet this story is going to end up in Siamese chocolate. Yes. Uh, so this is, <laughs> this is the night that I found out that one bottle of wine fits perfectly inside of that 32 ounce mug root beer cup. Um, So I'm drinking an entire bottle of red wine out of a plastic cup. Okay. I mean, who hasn't been there? I prefer my wine like out of mugs sometimes because it's just like, oh, you don't know what I'm drinking. Am I having a warm tea or am I an alcoholic? (laughs) Like, you know, you just kind of go with it. That starts to form. You're like, you don't know what I'm drinking. And everyone's like, you are sloshed. Yes. That was was me. In fact, on my old embarrassing uh, Instagram that I had that I switched away from so I could be more public, um, there is still the photo on that old one of me, red wine drunk off my ass with a red mouth, just giving a thumbs up. So I was apparently cognizant enough to post on Instagram about it. Uh, so, of course, I finished that cup. I don't remember what was happening through that night, but I finished that cup. And then Well, why start something you can't finish? Exactly. So that's, I, that's exactly why I finished the other bottle of red wine that I had, because I only had right. two. And there was no other occasion in the middle of February I was going to use them for. Just use them up. Yeah. So I was uh, like halfway through that bottle of red wine when I... Uh, started not being able to keep myself upright you know whatever people call that i mean i don't know how people would be able to keep you upright if you can't keep yourself upright well that's what they were afraid of so they were trying to shepherd me to my room which was in the attic up some very steep stairs Uh, so they were trying but it was not happening because i was getting real spinny uh so i Mm. just go and duck into the uh duck into the old bathroom and um I just, I lock the door and just whatever's happening is happening. That is my bathroom now. Uh, and what had happened was. <coughs> oh, oh, that is what happened. I'm sorry, but you have to clap. If you say what had happened was, you have to clap in between your words. It is what had happened was. What had happened was. What Thank had, you. Okay, perfect. What had transpired was. Yes. I had very much undercooked the steak that I was keeping in my fridge oh, no. for days. Uh, so I began violently shitting. Uh, <laughs> so that was bad. But of course, the force from that made, and just all of, all of that pressure just made me go, oh, now I got to barf. Like, I don't feel okay. And going from standing yeah. to sitting, that alone was a terrible yeah. choice. Well, that's when you're hoping that the bathtub is actually close to you while you're on the toilet. And so you're like, I'm going to, I'm shit. I have to just, this is the closest thing. I'll run the shower afterwards. The You have to clean up after yourself. If you're going to be, disgust, if something gross is going to happen to you because of the intake of booze and food and weed or whatever have you that have gone into your body that is literal poison not weed though because weed is good for you but like booze and cocaine sure 
or I didn't say you were doing coke that night. I just, I made you a coke head. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I forgot what we were talking about. So <laughs> tell me about how you shit. <laughs> well, you, you were correct. Uh, I then had to throw up, but I was like, I'm not through shitting. And luckily the bathtub was right in front of me. So I could just like bend forward and yep. projectile vomit into the bathtub. But again, the contents of my body was two whole bottles of red wine, whatever right. amount of alcohol I had before, and like a pound, like three pounds of kale and steak mixed together very no. quickly. No. Yes. Yeah, so those all, all of it back out into this bathtub, and the kale and steak chunks clog that drain immediately like nothing was going down you cannot waffle stomp steak chunks down your bathtub drain so i right you weren't chewing again no, we're gonna I go back to the chewing. fact that you did not you inhaled a steak i just inhaled a steak and i was drunk but i still knew like i needed to clean this up so i start scooping up the steak chunks and kale out of the bathtub dripping red wine vomit across the bathroom into the trash can next to the sink. Why didn't you flush it down the toilet? I, I didn't want to touch the shit. <laughs> Wait, why didn't you flush the shit? I was drunk. <laughs> All you had to do was flush the shit and move the puke from the bathtub to the toilet, and then you would take, like, a bunch of toilet paper, wrap it up, put, like, some hot water on it, and find some like whatever you can cleaning solution. That's the problem is like you have to, you have to, if you're going to do shit like that, you're like, I got to clean the fuck up after myself immediately. That is wisdom for, for everyone and anyone, because I was too young to have received any of that wisdom. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I just, I, I was like a uh, bathtub is now drained of probably all the evidence uh, and I just kind of wipe everything down and go to bed because I had to work in four hours. Right. <laughs> and uh, I wake up, I go to work because that's what you do when you work at Best Buy. Who gives a shit? Right. Uh, and they obviously like talked to me while I was at work and everything. But the entire time I was at work, and I'm not allowed to be texting because I was a cashier and they don't want you on your phone. Right. I'm just getting texts like, are you dead? Where'd you go? Why are you not home? You were fucking blackout drunk four hours ago. How come you're not in the house? Right. <laughs> they just thought I like puke shitted myself to death and ran away. And that's like, it. Like a cat. That's like, <laughs> I'm going to die now. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go. I'm going to put myself under the porch. So like Bobby's under the porch and he's shit and puked himself to death because of alcohol and steak poisoning. Am and, I right? Yeah, uh, and uh, a very, it was shameful. I wish I would have just run away because I get back home and my buddy Chris and Tiffany... You, is, you work a full eight-hour shift. A full shift. How did that feel? How was the shift? Like, was it a... It was a pretty bad shift, right? I honestly do not remember it. I remember a manager coming and talking to me because he very much noticed I was not doing well uh, about my head and face. Uh, but I was just <laughs> like... I was just like... Uh, right. you know <laughs> i was like uh. and oh just, my god 
keep working and I get home. My buddy Chris is there, his girlfriend, now wife. They had a lovely bonding experience going into the bathroom and seeing rinsed off steak chunks thrown all about the fucking bathroom that we shared with red wow. wine looking blood stains just just everywhere like spattered up to the ceiling and shit because i was like trying to fling the steak chunks well you're so tall so like if you were standing and you started puking it would be already halfway up the ceiling like it would be halfway up the wall onto the ceiling also just from the way it would project itself up so you're really like you have a lot i'm sorry i even said like you need to get your shit together and clean it up immediately because you have more you have to clean the ceiling yeah it's so much it's so much work and the best part is they didn't know i was like throwing up and shitting myself to death they just knew i went to the bathroom and went to bed and when they woke up there was just meat chunks and what looked like blood all over the bathroom and i had disappeared so they, oh they legitimately thought I died or got murdered because there's just gore and meat chunks fucking everywhere. And so they, they waited till I got home. Like, we're glad you're okay. Now you need to go clean up all the evidence. And right. It, it was but you so should have done it before is what I I'm saying. I did not like, have the cognitive. One time in high school, I got, I went to a party and I didn't understand like, when to stop drinking because I was in high school. I mean, I can't, you know, whatever. Um, and I puked and I blamed it on someone else. And there, I was like, someone who did this? Like, this is crazy. And I just like cleaned it up. And I was like, I'm just cleaning up someone else's vomit. That's the way to do it. There you go. But like you, yeah, there's no way that would they would have been like, yeah, Bobby, you obviously made this steak. Yeah. Like this isn't either of the dinners we cooked each other. Right. So that eliminates everyone immediately. Yeah. Uh, and I was the only one drinking red wine like it was going out of style. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was definitely a whole mess. Brought us all closer together, though, and that's what I that's what I liked about the entire thing. Yeah, I mean that sometimes has to be the whole ending of the story. Is that even though this was a disgusting, horrible time for your body and for people who have to be around the things that would come out of your body during such a excessive experience of steak and kale and alcohol and red wine and giant Coca-Cola glasses of red wine. It was so bad. Honestly, (laughs) like I've, I've made the mistake of trying to clean up after myself later on and doing it badly. So if, if I could do any, if I could say anything to anybody, it would be trust your friends to take care of you. If you really feel you need it, because my right. problem was I just slinked off to the bathroom without mentioning anything to anyone. And if you no, I get that I'm the same way. And I'm very like, if I have, I'm ex- exceeded my expectations on the boozing or the cruising or the, you, I don't eating. <laughs> the eat, I was trying to find like the another way. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> total fail. But I'm like, oh, excuse me. Or like one time, I like puked from drinking. I went outside of a club in New York City. I went in between cars, <laughs> and I threw up in between the cars. And then. I got some of my shoes and I went back to the um, bathroom and it was like a fancy place. So there there was like a bathroom attendant and I walked out and I was like, Oh my God, some dumb bitch just like puked all over my shoes. 
And she was like, oh, honey. And I was like, I don't have to tell you that like this dumb bitch was me, you know? But like, again, you are the only person who would have puked steak chunks and kale and red wine. So I can only imagine um, the color palette of that experience for you. Very earthy. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as an artist, (laughs) you know, I I can envision it and it's disgusting. And I do want to say that's disgusting, Bobby. Thank you. If you, if you had to give it a number, I mean. (laughs) You mean like a gross point reference or what do they call it in business? There's a business term. Gross point blank. I don't know. Isn't that a show? Is that a show? Gross point blank? That sounds like just point blank, but they're shitting themselves the entire time. <laughs> is what it is. I think. That's probably what that would have been. Yeah. Um, what was it? It was, oh, a gross rating point. Oh, a gross which rating Which is also like, how many followers do we have? Our gross rating point. But I think that if I would give you a gross rating point, I mean, you got all the shit in the toilet, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 like, to, I like to think that mine is, it's gross, but it's very tame gross, you know? Like, it's, it's real. Right. It's real it's classic. It's classic happens to everyone disgusting. Yeah, it's like, it could be in an 80s movie. Like it, it, so, it, probably it, like a five. I'm, I'm happy with a five. Yeah, I would say your gross point rating would be a five. It's an interesting story because you ate a lot of kale. Yeah. Kale and large chunks of steak with red wine that looks like blood. Yeah. So for other people, it was way grosser (laughs) because they thought I was just. But for you, you're so fucked up that you. But what I appreciate about this story is that you still got yourself to work the next morning. I got there. That's like very important. Like I understand that too. Like when I worked in an art museum, like we couldn't call out if we were hungover because we were all drinking together the night before. So it's like, it's like, we obviously we we know what we were doing. Like, so you have to, you really have to. And I feel like every job that I've had, it's like, you have to go to work. We've been so hungover at work. I lifeguarded hungover and everyone else was hungover. Like that's bad. Like, that's like a disgusting like personal trait but i was so irresponsible by the way i'm in charge of your life um (laughs) no that wasn't the point of that but yeah i i think that the gross point rating would be five it's definitely it it could be more disgusting it could be less disgusting it's a very middle of the ground gross because it's a concept that has happened to everyone with or without the steak, you know? Yeah. And I've definitely vomited many, many times after that in, you know, less, less fun to talk about situations. It's just like, yeah, I just went overboard that night. The end. Yeah. Right. No, I totally get it. Or like something doesn't sit right. And then you're like, Oh, I got to get off this moving subway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear what that's about. (laughs) that's another episode of that's disgusting or i can just tell her right now i was like in my (laughs) 20s and on like acne medication and that like messed with my stomach but also i was underage maybe maybe i was like 20 i don't know i went i meant like 1920 where it's like yeah it's not frowned upon it's just right well i had a fake id her name was paulina (laughs) 
Um, and Polina was like five foot six with blue eyes and dark hair. And I'm like, so clearly five foot three with brown hair and green eyes. So it's like, Oh, who is this? But whatever, who cares? Hey, so Polina got me into like a lot of bars and she got me into this one place. It was a hookah bar and we would go there for the same sangria and then um we were on the train and i like got off the train and my friend followed me and i puked onto like the subway tunnel wall at 23rd street because like it was just like not working for me and i like ultimately blamed the acne medication but like it was pretty gnarly (laughs) combination we'll give you a combination for yeah and then I, i was so upset too it was like the winter and i had this like cute pair of mittens that were like the convertible ones you're like oh i'm wearing half hobo gloves but i know i'm wearing mittens and then i left them at that station after i puked on a wall so but it was such a fast like i think if you're gonna puke like congrats for you to getting yourself to the bathroom in time because like some people don't and that's disgusting. And again, this has been, that's disgusting. I puked on the subway wall once, Bobby. I had a lot of chunks of meat coming out of him and a bit of veggies. Uh, some beautiful kale sounds very organic. Um, is there any kind of kale that isn't organic? That's a question for never. So <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> This has been That's Disgusting with Andrea B. Thanks, Bobby.